and welcome to the Weatherman Report. I'm Brick Myers here, the Weatherman, here to give you your daily news in the sports world. And, you know, I did a poll on my Instagram wondering, you know, what, what what's something you guys want to know? Like, what's something that you guys want to, you know, for me to talk about? And the thing that you guys wanted me to talk about was, you know, a buildup of, like, what certain teams can do for the off season to improve, you know, their team for upcoming seasons. And, you know, of course, all of you know that I'm a very big Oklahoma City Thunder fan. But, shoot, I don't know if we're going to start off with Oklahoma City Thunder because everyone, I got quite a few that wanted me to do Sacktown and the Sacramento Kings. And I'll tell you something. Sacramento Kings are just such an interesting team because they're a team that has a lot of young talent and you know it looks like they they're, they're almost to the that the edge to where they can make a move on maybe getting that eight spot and we're gonna see if they can end up getting that eight spot here coming up in this July 31st before the eight games before the playoffs start. But the Kings have a very interesting roster. You know, you have Marvin Bagley, who, coming out of Duke, personally, I didn't know how good he was going to be because I'm the type of person that really thinks that Duke there aren't very many good Duke players that come in the NBA. But Marvin Bagley, surprisingly, been very good. It's just injuries have plagued his early success in his career. Harrison Barnes is just such a... I mean, they paid him so much money, and, you know, no one's going to want to take that contract up for Harrison Barnes. And they got Kent Bazemore, who's a terrific two-way player, but he's never going to, I think, take you and break you through the ceiling to getting to be a very good and a very contending team in the West. Um, You have Bazelinka. My apologies on the pronunciation there. He's a terrific three, you know, kind of space out the floor guy at that forward position. Bad Don Badonovich, I've talked about him in my last video, on my last podcast, my apologies. And he's a guy I think the Kings need to figure out how to keep. He's a young guy, and he really is developing into a terrific point guard slash shooting guard. And he just puts up very good efficient efficient numbers and that's the type of player you don't want to lose and Harry Giles is I think a player that they they might actually trade because there are quite a few teams that are kind of wanting a young forward center piece and Harry Giles would be a terrific and just I think he could be a game-changing guy to come off the bench for a contending team in the west or east and I like Kyle Guy coming out of Virginia. Shooter. Uh, he still has a lot to improve on to be a notable player in the NBA. But then going to probably the the best player on the Kings. And that's Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald is a three-point specialist. He's a remarkable offensive threat. And... They signed him to a lot of money, but 
I think that there are a lot of teams that would love to have Buddy Heald. And if I was the Sacramento Kings, I would like I would hear some options, like what they can get for Buddy Heald, because Buddy Heald is a phenomenal scorer, phenomenal shooter. But is he the type of player that's if he's your best player, are you gonna be a contender? I don't think so. I'm not trying to hit on Buddy Heald, but Buddy Heald, if he was your starting you know, guard, that's a terrific shooting guard right there. But for him to be your main source of scoring, that's asking a lot from him. So if I'm the Kings, I'm hoping to get a pretty good draft pick for next season, hoping to hear some options that they can get first, because they do have some great trade assets. As Buddy Heald, there's a lot of teams that would, do a lot for Buddy Heald. There are quite a few teams that would trade for Harry Got Harry Giles. I view Harry Giles honestly as kind of a Nerlens Noel type player. You know, he's not going to wow you statistically, but he does what he's there to do. You know, he gets a lot of rebounds. He's a good defender. He scores like those alley oop plays and. Like that's if that's all you need to do, and that's what you need in a player. Harry Giles is a perfect guy for you, and you know it's just been a just a weird like you know just that eight, nine, ten, like eleven spot in that West is just it's so weird because you got the Memphis Grizzlies, and then you got Portland Pelicans. And you have the Kings. And if I'm being honest, I'm not sure the Kings have enough firepower to really make a jump in that to the eight spot. I think if any team does, it's going to be either the Pelicans or the Blazers. But we'll see how good Damian Lillard plays in these eight games to get them there. And the Pelicans, I think, have the edge over both of them. Because I just think the Pelicans are playing some... They, they were playing some terrific basketball before the season got canceled. As, you know, they kind of got their... They kind of figured out who they kind of are. You know, they're still a young team, but they kind of figured out who they are as a team. They got Lonzo Ball. They got Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Zion. You know, they know who they... They know who they can rely on to get them their points, defend. You know, the Pelicans, I think, are going to be a solid team for the next few years. Especially if Zion Williamson can stay healthy. That's going to be a just some type of juggernaut of a team if Zion turns out to be the Zion that we've seen so far. But yeah, Sacktown. I mean, for me, I just think that you're going to have to hear some, maybe get some free agency pickings. But it's, it, I think it's just kind of like a luck of the draw. Hopefully get some diamond of the rough. Diamond in the rough type of trade for whoever. I mean, because I think that Harrison Barnes contract really hurt them this this last season. And, you know, signing him to a lot, that much money is just ridiculous. Because Harrison Barnes, don't get me wrong, like he's a very good player. But I just think he's so overpaid. Like, he's been overpaid for a while now. And, you know, he has just not been putting up the numbers to be getting as much money as he's been getting. 
And now, we're going to go to my favorite team. Sorry, people, but I did get a comment to do this, but the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I'll tell you something. The Oklahoma City Thunder are in a terrific place right now. And I give all credit to Sam Presti. And I'm not going to lie, I give a lot of credit to Billy Donovan, and the head coach of the Thunder. I personally didn't really like Billy Donovan at first as a NBA head coach. But I just think it's just that kind of viewpoint that, you know, Rus- I think Russell Westbrook needs a certain type of coach. And Billy Donovan just was not the coach for him. And we're seeing what happens when, you know, when Billy Donovan kind of gets to relax and not worry about every little, every game and every minute and having to, you know, give Russell Westbrook his minutes, give Paul George his minutes. Like, no, I feel like the Thunder are just such a fun team to watch this season because, I mean, they have Chris Paul who rejuvenated his career averaging almost 18 points a game and just putting up such efficient numbers and just being the leader that we all know he is. And then you have Shea Gilgeous-Alexander, who's one of the best young players in the NBA. I mean, he's definitely, I think in the next three years, he's going to be a top. Now quote me on this, and if I and if I say this wrong, I'm going to look like Skip Bayless and like a dumb, like just look really stupid. But... I personally think Shea Gillis-Alexander in the next three years will become one of the top ten best two-way guards in the NBA. And that's not asking much. Top ten, I could have gone more and said top five. But I think he's already showing that he can shut people down defensively. He's got probably the smoothest offensive game in the NBA outside of maybe like a Paul George or Kawhi. But offensively, though, he just looks like everything just looks so effortless. And you don't see that with many players because most most players, you know, you watch them and they're just like, they just put out so much effort, it seems, to get to, you know, get to the hole or whatever. But Shea just does it such, with just such grace. Like he looks like a, like a dancer, just kind of dancing past defenders. And, you know, that's... It's just fun to watch. Fun to watch a a guy just develop into his full capabilities. But seeing this Thunder team, though, you know, they do have some pieces that I'm kind of afraid they're going to lose. I think Steven Adams is kind of on that building block of being traded because there are quite a few teams that do want him. But the issue is he is a, quite expensive. Steven Adams is quite a, quite an expensive player. But, you know, it depends what the offer is, man. Because Thunder, I don't think, are just going to give him up for anything. But once again, though, you know, I think the main guy that everyone's talking about leaving and get, um, getting tri- uh, signing somewhere else is Danilo Gallinari. And I personally think Danilo needs to, they need to figure out a way to sign Danilo. Because Danilo, yes, he's 31 years old, but he's just a bucket getter. I talked about this in my last podcast. This man is just the most underrated offensive player in the NBA. 
This man has just gotten buckets since he stepped foot on a basketball court. He is a walking bucket, and we all need to show him some love and sign him. Give him the money. But we're going to see what ends up happening with Andre Roberson. Because Andre Roberson hasn't played a game in two and a half years. And Thunder fans are, are not happy about that, you know. He's been, it didn't, like, his injury was kind of a severe one, but at the same time, being out two and a half years, though, like, bruh, that's, that's some, that's some lackluster stuff right there, man, like, like, jeez, like, I get if you were, like, getting hit by, like, a bus or something, or something crazy like that and being out for that long. But, I mean, we saw, like, you know, bringing in the Kansas City Chiefs, we saw Eric Berry go through leukemia, and he came back within two years in the NFL. And then, like, I'm just kind of wondering, like, you know, was Roberson just kind of taking his taking his bloody time on, you know, oh, you know, I'm getting paid, which is honestly kind of a, I'm kind of wondering, you know, because Roberson is definitely one of the best defenders in the NBA. And it just sucks because, you know, we didn't have him last year. And the Oklahoma State Thunder definitely could have used him last year in some of those playoff games against Portland. But we'll see because Andre Roberson is worth about $10 million a year. We're going to see if the Thunder were going to to keep him because he's kind of getting to the edge of his con- end of his contract. And we're going to see whether teams are going to try and sign him or Thunder are going to sign him again. I'm not really sure. But if I'm the Thunder, I think I'm looking at some of those trading block player options that are on the on the table next year. One of them being Anthony Davis and the other one being Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday would be a phenomenal fit with the Oklahoma City Thunder because the Pelicans are a bunch of young guys. Let's face it. It's a young, young team. But the Oklahoma City Thunder, they're young, but they do have some leaders and some like veterans on their team. Drew Holiday, I think, could step in there and be a quality player for the Thunder. And the Anthony Davis is more so a, like, thinking so highly of, like, what they can get, what we can get. But I personally not sure. I think Anthony Davis is obviously going to stay a Laker. But, you know, if the Lakers don't win this season, I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, is he, does he really want to play with, does he really want to play with LeBron? Does he, like, Really want to play in L.A.? Well, I mean, we'll see what ends up happening. But it seems like he's happy in L.A. So we'll see what ends up happening. But then you also got the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yes, they signed this three-year deal. But the thing is, though, they did sign a player option. So they could leave anytime they want during the summer. And, I mean, I think Kawhi's... Definitely wants to stay a Clipper. He's happy being in Los Angeles. He's happy being home. Paul George is the same way. But then again, though, you know, 
Paul George said he was so happy playing in Oklahoma. So we'll see what ends up happening in L.A., man. Because, like, the Clippers are going to have to sign a lot of people this this upcoming summer. Because Montrezl Harrell's also going to be a free agent. And I'm not sure if they're going to have the money to support him. And that's where I think the Thunder might actually be able to snatch up a Montrezl Harrell. Because Montrezl Harrell, yes, he'll be pretty expensive because of how quality of a player he is. But I think he's definitely going to be worth it, man. Because Montrezl Harrell is a beast. I mean, I think he's Draymond, but I, I think way better than Draymond. Personally, I think Draymond Green is a definitely a system player, and I hate to, say, to use that expression because I think that every player is a system player because you can only play through what system your team plays on plays in. But I just, man, I, I'm just thinking in my head, God, if I played on that, that Golden State Warriors team with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson... Like, I'm not going to average nine assists a game just having to just throw them the ball and let them shoot threes. Like, anybody could average, like, nine assists. Like, being a center, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not like he averages a lot of points. I mean, the dude's literally left open. It's like basically watching Giannis, but to the extreme. Like, I mean, they they, they build a wall for Giannis to have to for, for him to force him to shoot. But Draymond, like, they... They've, they don't even guard him. They don't even guard Draymond half the time, man. Like, that's how, like, bad of an offensive, like, threat he really is. Like, a scoring the ball. But, you know, I think Montrez Harrell's a, just a phenomenal. He's just a beast. And if the Thunder were able to pick him up, I think that would be a step in the right direction. Having a starting five of a Chris Paul, if they're able to keep him. Uh, Shay, who they'll for sure keep, and then having a either a Lou. I I think that Lou Dort I think might have taken that starting spot, and I love me some Lou Dort from Arizona State. I think he came in there and proved that he deserves to be given that starting spot over Terrence Ferguson because, I mean Terrence Ferguson, you know what he's he just doesn't show up that often in my opinion. He's the type of player that seems to just, you know, he'll show up, he'll hit a couple, like he'll hit a three or two. But, no, he just doesn't stand out, man. Like, he's a good defender and everything, but Lou Dort's just as good of a defender, in my opinion. And Lou Dort does way more offensively than Terrence Ferguson does. But then also, have if you can get Danilo, keep Danilo, and then get Montrez starting. Or do a Montrez, Gallinari, Shea, Chris Paul, and Steven Adams. That would be a fun to watch starting five. But not going to lie, though, I think that they're not going to be able to keep both Steven Adams and also get Montrez. So we'll see what, what ends up happening in that OKC Thunder playbook and in this offseason because... The other guy that's on the, the books is Schroeder. And I'll tell you something, there are a lot of teams that want Dennis Schroeder. And Dennis Schroeder showed that, you know, just how unselfish he really is by taking a step back and being the sixth man of this team, re-signing with them, 
not getting traded, saying I want to be here, and being the sixth man and easily being sixth man of the year. If the, the sixth man of the year goes to anybody else, then this 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 NBA season is just rigged, man. Because he's by far been the best. Like he was almost an All Star as a bench player. He's he was Lou Williams this year. He was quality Lou Williams this year. Is what Dennis Schroeder was. So. We'll see what ends up happening because Dennis Schroeder, I would love to keep him, but we'll see how expensive he is in the books, and we'll see what teams are willing to trade us for him. We'll, and we'll, that's going to be the biggest question there is just what we can get for him, uh, how much expensive he'll, he'll be. And that's pretty much it on that Oklahoma City Thunder front. But, you know, this being a build-up of a season. You know, season, once again, will start up July 31st. I mean, there's been plenty of players that have already been breaking the bubble, and that's something that everyone kind of feared. Oh, breaking the bubble. Oh, now you got a quarantine. Oh, breaking the bubble. Now you got a quarantine. And, you know, this has just been a just... Once again, man, this year... It's just been just one of those years, man. I, I I think this will be the most historic year in my lifetime. And I'm 23 years old, and this is probably going to be the, the one year everyone talks about for the rest of my life. Is 2020, like, what a year. What a stupid, crappy year. But, hey, you know what? It's in God's hands, though, you know? You know, everything is there for a reason everything happens for a reason and I'm not trying to make light of COVID or anything like that but you know what I think that you know what this is just making community stronger you know we're trying to stay safe it's given us kind of a realistic look on you know what maybe we've been doing stuff wrong and I'm glad that you know, people are starting to actually take some stuff seriously for once. But, yeah, so it's been a – it's going to be a crazy couple of weeks coming up as baseball season starting up again, um, basketball season starting up again. And then a month after – then the next, about another month will be football season, and we'll see if there ends up being a college football season. We know that there's supposed to be an NFL season, but we'll see what ends up happening. And that is it. And just want to let you know that if you haven't followed me on any of my socials, that I am Burke Myers. My Instagram is Burke underscore Myers. I have a Instagram for my podcast. It's the Weatherman Report on Instagram. My Snapchat is the Weatherman underscore forty four. And I'm gonna give my boy Harrison Sands a shout out here if you haven't listened to his music please go get a listen and I'm going to close out with a little snippet of his new song Billy Crystal all right this girl out on the west side we were talking seem like we shied seen him more than one time I'll always keep her in a good light I know this girl way out in East LA Place. I couldn't leave my heart an hour away. I 
Once again, that was Harrison Sands. If you haven't looked him up, and you can look him up on Spotify, Apple Music, every all all platforms, he's there. Um, what a, he's just such a terrific dude. I love him. He's like a brother to me. And so you know what, whatever I can do to help him promote his music, I'm always there for him. But once again, you know, I know this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter podcast, but you know, I'm just trying to get things situated. It's been a crazy week for me and so i want everyone to stay safe out there um, i want everyone to love each other just give sit just tell somebody you love them you know go up to your parents go up to that significant person whatever and just tell them you love them because you never know when that will be the last time you'll see them and i experienced that last year um, and I feel like everyone should just know that you need to remember that any time could be the last time you end up seeing that person. So never get into a conversation where it ends in like a dispute or like, I hate you because you will, you never know if that's going to be the last time you'll ever see that person. So let's have some positivity, say, tell someone you love them. And once again, I'm Burke Myers, the weatherman, and this is the weatherman report signing off. I will be back on tomorrow. Once again, the schedule, I'm going to be doing Monday through Fridays. And that is it. This is episode five. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.